It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Marlene Cook is the award-winning author of numerous cookbooks, including Eat What You Love and the New York Times bestseller, Eat More of What You Love. She is a registered dietitian and she has an uncanny ability, I can tell you this, I've used her recipes, to turn foods that we love into foods that we can feel good about eating. And she's joining me today on Amy's Table to talk about her latest book, which is Eat What You Love, Quick and Easy, Great Recipes Low in Sugar, Fat, and Calories. She's joining me today on Amy's Table. Good morning, Marlene. Good morning, Amy. So your ears have got to ring. Every time you've come on the show with a new book, I end up trying one of the recipes, and I just talk about them nonstop. For example, <laughs> your mushroom cheeseburger from, uh, I think it's Eat More of What You Love. Love that one. And you do make such great tweaks to recipes without doing some of, you don't fall back on some of the easy stuff that isn't necessarily a good replacement. Tell us a little bit about how you take beloved foods and make them better for us? Well, the first thing we do is to always make sure that you eat that beloved food, which we all do, no matter how fattening or decadent, to make sure that, you know, I'm comparing what I make to really great tasting food because nobody wants food that's better for them that doesn't taste good. And then we just go into the kitchen and I think, you know, you want to look for is the taste, the texture, the look, the appeal. Everything is going to mimic it. So I have a big bag of tricks and like for now, I really like the Greek yogurt. And I'll tell you why. In the past, you would use yogurt, for example, and it would have that really tangy taste and people would say, well, you know, this doesn't taste like you put sour cream in it or maybe mayonnaise in it. But with the Greek yogurt, we found a lot of them, like the Faya brand, really taste like wonderful sour cream. So we, I can use that as a replacement. And if I want to use it for something like mayonnaise, I'm going to put some mayonnaise in with it. So I'm going to still have that mayonnaise taste because what we learned is that the taste of the mayo takes over. Mm-hmm. So it's really about mixing and matching ingredients until you just find the perfect blend of good health and great taste. Sometimes we'll take 12 tries in the kitchen, Amy, on a single recipe just to find that perfect match. Once I was looking to get a cinnamon layer in the middle of a cake and cut sugar, and it was really funny. Instead of putting a streusel that used flour, I used finely crushed graham crackers. The carbohydrate was the same, the calories were the same, but those finely crushed graham crackers had the look of brown sugar. Uh. So I was able to use less brown sugar mixed in with crushed graham crackers than I would have to do with flour to still get a streusel. See, that is so clever. That is so clever. Well, I know you use that same philosophy on the burger that I was talking about, and that is you take great ground beef. I mean, it's a right. burger, but you add in the finely chopped mushroom and the center cut bacon, and it sounds so decadent, but the fat and calorie com- uh, com- comparison is so remarkable, and that's what you do with all these recipes. So I'm not surprised by the 12 tries to really perfect them because you do you really do a great job with it. Well, thanks. And I mean, the idea is that everything should taste as good or better than they're used to. And I'm so excited to say that so many people get the book and they either know my work and say, wow, you know, this isn't just some healthier food that I'm eating. It's some of the best tasting food that I'm eating. 
or their husbands, and I love this, Amy, their husbands don't like healthy recipes. So they kind of don't tell them ahead of time that my recipes are better for you, and yet they'll say, God, my husband, he won't eat, you know, any kind of health food, but you know what? He loves your recipes, and he asks that I make them all the time. So the idea is that if a healthy, hating husband can be satisfied, I know that I've reached the mark at food that's just great-tasting food. I mean, I cook this for my own family, for my boys that are in their 20s, and they just want great-tasting food, too. Well, it's true, and and it's not like you're going way out on a limb. You're doing um, approachable recipes and foods that many of us know about. So you talked a little bit about um, how you approach this by finding the right balance of the original ingredient and a better-for-you ingredient. Are there any recipe categories that you're like, wow, this is a challenge? Well, I thought that... You know, everyone feels fried food is a challenge, but I think enough of us have had, like, oven-fried chicken that's done well, and I know that in my book, Eat More of What You Love, we had that southern um, chicken, chicken fried steak, and people went crazy for that. With the new book, Eat What You Love Quick and Easy, I took on fried macaroni and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) If you can believe it, I took on fried macaroni and cheese, and people said, you're crazy. Even the girls that work with me said, it isn't going to happen. So what I did is I made my quick and easy macaroni and cheese in the book. We added just a little bit of extra um, mozzarella. We took a little bit of the cheese out. We added that at the end to make sure that it would stick into the pan. And we cut that into triangles and coated it with some panko, and you will not believe it. There are fried mac and cheese bites, and instead of the normal... 1,700 calories that you are looking at at the famous place that's old cheesecake to eat an order of this. It's now a hundred dollars, hundred calories, woo, hundred <laughs> calories a square, and so you can have those three with your dip of your marinara for literally eighty percent less calories. Oh, and I'm looking at a picture of them, and they yeah. are just so appealing looking. And I know that is a very popular uh, snack for parties and when you eat out. That looks amazing. Well, I mean, I've got to tell you, because I have tried so many of your recipes, I know that it's worth trying. You know, there's nothing like when somebody makes you a diet dish or a low-calorie dish and it doesn't have the mouthfeel or it doesn't have the depth of flavor or you're not satisfied at the end. But it's those little tweaks. I think that's it. And also eating food that delights you is so much more fun. (laughs) It's not only fun. You know, it's necessary. If you're trying to lose weight, if maybe you're on Weight Watchers and you're counting those smart points, if you have type 2 diabetes like my stepdaughter, you want the foods that we all love. We all want those foods. You didn't get there. I hate to say that. You didn't get where you got to eating lettuce and kale every day, and you're not going to do that for the rest of your life. So what this does is it takes all the familiar foods that we love And it turns them into foods that are also good for you. And so you don't have to change what you do except for maybe change the recipe you're using in the kitchen. And that's all it's going to take for you to get where you need to go. And I think that studies are now showing that people, it's hard enough to lose weight. And we saw that just came out with the biggest loser. These people lose weight, but they can't keep it off. Right. You can't keep it off. When you go back to eating the foods you love. So this lets people say to me, Marlene, what's fantastic is this is a lifestyle where I 
can eat this food forever. In fact, I'm so excited and happy with these recipes. I'm eating better than ever, but I'm also achieving those health goals. And for my husband and I, he's not overweight. He doesn't need to lose weight. He's in great shape, and yet he loves the food because it just tastes so good. And that's the winning combination. It really is. The recipes are for everyone no matter what your goals are, and if you have those, you can meet them. And if you don't, you just want easy recipes that taste great that aren't going to ever put you in a place that you have to worry about those types of things, they're going to do that too. Well, you know, that's it. You have to enjoy it. And you mentioned The Biggest Loser with them putting the weight back on. It's just very difficult. Now, I know there's a new 2016 dietary guideline, and your book really embraces that. Can you talk to us a little bit about what the changes are for 2016? Well, for 2016, what they're really focusing on more than ever is, again, the sugar. And they're looking at even having added sugars be on the food label for the first time because that's something that they have found that the added sugar in people's diet is really a problem. It's Yeah, it's funny about sugar. I used to think, oh, it's only 16 calories a teaspoon. You know, artificial sweeteners be damned. I'm going to have, I'm going to just use sugar wherever I want it. But it's not the calories of the sugar that are the issue so much as, as what it does when you eat it, correct? Right. There's two pieces to it. The first is that the excess calories when people are eating 20, 30 teaspoons a day, they're drinking that, that, that regular Coke, guzzling it down. Those extra calories count. We feel that they're part of the obesity problem. And uh, second, though, what you're saying, and is absolutely true, is that sugar is metabolically something that when you eat too much of it, and again, we all can have... Some sugar. I'm not right. completely anti-sugar. But, you know, they're talking six teaspoons a day for women, nine for men. Well, if there's a couple teaspoons in your breakfast, and that's in a healthy breakfast, and then you have some ketchup, and there's a teaspoon in every single tablespoon, and they have it in your salad dressing, and you're not even talking about the 25 teaspoons at your big frap at McDonald's or Starbucks, most people are eating too much added sugar. So what they found now is that the sugar all by itself, take the calories out of it. Someone's not overweight. They drink a regular soda a day. They're setting themselves up for having things like type 2 diabetes and heart disease. And I think a lot of people don't associate sugar with heart disease, but sugar is something the American Heart Association says is a problem for us. It raises your triglycerides, and that's not a good thing. Well, thanks so much for joining me on Amy's Table, and thanks for talking to us about Eat What You Love, Quick and Easy. Thank you. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q! You want to see